Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Good morning and happy Wednesday, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Surprise! To anyone who is out there who may have access to Facebook or Instagram, uh, you will notice that I left you a small little like surprise clip uh, on one of those two platforms. Uh, But if it happens to be five o'clock, wherever you are uh, across the United States or around the world or wherever you may find yourself, and you haven't seen a clip posted yet is probably because I chickened out. Uh, so you guys will have to hold me accountable to it. So thank you again. Thank you so much, uh, for visiting and you guys being like so supportive of me and my space and where I am. So if this is your first time joining, welcome. I salute you. Um, I really appreciate you, uh, having the time to, uh, show your support and lend your ear to me for a few minutes, uh, to kickstart your day. Um, that's actually what the intention for this podcast was. Um, and I bring you this podcast to support your ambition um, and provide you a little bit of a boost to finish your week strong. Um, and in this podcast, I kind of focus on five things, five pillars uh, around goal setting, self-esteem, self-improvement, relationship development, faith, And I add value to help you through whatever obstacles hold you back or hold you up. Um, Because we all have this wonderful life that we live that are just full of them. Um, So just to jumpstart and just to get into this week, uh, because it might go a little deep today, unlike it normally is. And if you're viewing me, I'm in coffee in tow and... uh, glasses because allergy season has me jacked up like itchy runny eyes like you know the stuff coming all out the sides um I'm quite shocked my nose isn't on the floor right now running (laughs) it's not on the floor right now running um it's just it's been a mess of an allergy season and uh I'm luckily I still have my voice so that's great you know um but there's a lot to discuss uh in the media like uh just new adjustments to the law um tension growing in China and the Middle East um you know the stock market dropping oh there's just so much going on and uh, then on the other side of the coin there's a lot to discuss in pop culture, like the NBA playoffs. What? Like Steph Curry and Seth Curry going up against each other. How cute. Um, but they like, they played their butts off to the core, but I wish I could talk about it, but I'm not going to. Um, uh, Aisha Curry's, you know, speaking of Steph Curry, Aisha Curry, his wife, all of her insecurities that she's recently shared publicly. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith's and her recent uh, coming out of her addictions that she's uh, faced. Oh, and a little something called Game of Thrones, the finale. No, if you're sitting there this listening like, oh, man, you too. Actually, no, I, I've not watched a moment of it. I mean, if you're looking at the clip right now, you can see that I'm in a black cashmere sweater because it's cold out and uh, – t-shirt because my life is on hustle. (laughs) 
and I don't always get the time to sit and veg out in front of the TV. But anyway, uh, Game of Thrones has gotten a lot of buzz. It almost reminds me of like the Lost finale uh, when uh, the finale of Lost people were upset. Um, and so I just always often wonder why producers like leave the cliffhanger like that. They, they went out on top uh, and it, it just the cliffhangers like why do that obviously you're brilliantly minded um and you've produced content that people absolutely love like it has gained so much steam over the last few years and uh I just I don't know uh I've always been interested to watch but I knew I just didn't have the timeline you know the time to sit down and follow it so I never did um and so that's pretty fascinating. Maybe one day when I get to veg out after graduation or something, I might do that. You know, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, there was a character on Game of Thrones, uh, which leads me to my next point. Um, his name is John Bradley. Um, he, who, uh, plays, I think his name is Samuel Terry or Samuel Tarly. If I watch the show, I probably would do better. Please don't shame me. Um, <laughs> but he was interviewed by, uh, Conan O'Brien. I actually love Conan. I miss that he's not on regular TV anymore, but, um, uh, you have to especially tune in to Conan O'Brien if you want to watch a show, but he also streams online too. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, Conan O'Brien was interviewing, uh, John Bradley, um, and I guess the idea was that he had to recap some sort of speech. Uh, John Bradley did, had to recap some sort of speech that he had made um, when he was abroad or at some sort of uh, event. And I thought what he had to say was pretty incredible. I want you guys to check it out. If you are viewing me on Instagram or Facebook, this is something you'll have to specially tune in the audio file for. I was fortunate enough to get invited to uh, the rap party that you guys had in yeah. Belfast, and uh, you had just finished, pretty much finishing up the whole series, and they asked, would I come and, and sort of host an evening, and I'm such a big fan of the it show. It was very I good said, of you to come. I, I, loved, I loved doing it, and I'd never been to Belfast before, and that was a lovely uh, city, and so I had a fantastic evening, but I have to say, I got to know you very well that night yeah. you gave this speech that was really from the heart about what the show meant to you and what it meant to you uh, as someone who had grown up with some insecurities and and yeah. and how important it was for you to let fans and everyone know that you had grown up that way and you had had this success and you wanted to to pass it on to others and and share that success yeah. with them you gave this speech and i thought this is such a lovely man he's such a you're such a nice guy you really are one of the nicest speeches I've heard in a long time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just, uh, I mean, it was kind of, it was, it was, it was a, a purely emotional thing. I didn't really think about saying it before I, I went out there, and I kind of can't remember it all, but, 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 the, but the kind of gist of it was that, yeah, as somebody who grew up overweight and kind of unhappy because of it, mm -hmm. and thinking that, that, you know, life was going to pass you by because of it, and all the times where you, where you just kind of go to bed and you wake up, uh, you go to bed and you think, well, I'll, I'd give anything to wake up and not have this weight. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, all the time that you're thinking that, especially when you get into, when I was in kind of 19, 20, 
to think, while I was feeling that about myself, um, uh, David and Dan, our producers, and everybody else connected with the show, they were looking for me. Mm -hmm. They were looking for exactly me. And not, and it was not just a case of they're, they're going to accept all what I consider to be faults about myself, but they're going to see them as virtues. And they're going to be my key into this amazing experience and meet on meeting all these amazing people. And if I'd have known that they were looking for me and what kind of effect that was going to have on the rest of my life, then I'd have, um, then I just wouldn't have been able to believe it. That's a shortened version of the speech. It, it ram I rambled on and on. You did not ramble. It was beautiful and it was just as beautiful as what you just said right now. It was really lovely. Really a lovely thing and important that people hear that. Yeah, a lot of young people out there need to hear that. So my question is this, good people. Um, you know, what he said was not just a wonderful thing around self-awareness, self-esteem, and a big push for accepting yourself, but I sort of view it as this big, big overarching question. Am I doing anything right? And that's a loaded question, right? Um, and my answer, like, I don't have an answer to if what you're doing is right. Because, again, we look at this question relationally, professionally, uh, personally, um, you know, just there's so many things that we ask this question to. And my loose answer is perhaps you are. Maybe you're trying to work through some tough stuff. Maybe you are setting yourself up. And, and I only say perhaps you are because you can only move as fast and as fluidly uh, as you are able to. Like you can only do so much. And so we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to sort of do more than what's inside this box or to do more than what's inside of ourselves. And, and it just it sometimes it doesn't work that way. Um, we can will for it. We can will it into the air. But it doesn't always necessarily mean that we're going to uh, be able to do exactly what we will for at the exact times because maybe in that moment you are not able to do more than what you currently can do right that's very circular so let me break that down um you can only adapt to changes or to change in your life insofar as your openness and your willingness so uh, uh this week i i had a talk or a discussion um it, or you know, with someone uh, in the program that I'm with. Uh, for those of you who don't know or you're joining me for the first time, I joined an accelerator. Um, I think Shark Tank. <laughs> very high intense, very pressure. Um, intense uh, of an entrepreneurship program to pitch business ideas. And uh, the program is called Ocean. Shout out Ocean for letting me be a part of the community. I feel welcomed and esteemed and broke down all at the same time. Those are some very mixed emotions, but I'm, I'm learning so much. And we discussed an idea around this concept of liminal space. Okay. What? Liminal space. Okay. So bear with me, good people, because it, I told you it was going to get a little deep uh, this morning. And if I didn't, um, here is your Here's your clue. Uh, so liminal space. So it was defined to me that liminal comes from the Latin word lemon, 
which means threshold. And if you're familiar with what threshold means, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, If you're not familiar with what threshold is, a threshold is an entryway. Or think of a doorway. Like you are currently in the kitchen and you cross past the doorway and now you are in the family room. Um, Think of it that way, doorway. You are outside, you cross a doorway, now you're inside of your house or your home. Um, That's a threshold. It's a point of injury, right? So then what is this concept called liminal space, right? Uh, liminal space is identified to me as a space where you leave something behind this way, uh, but it's not fully into something else yet. So again, it's a space where you have left something behind, but it's also the space in which you are not fully into the next thing. What is that? We call it transition. Perfect. Oh, yay. We did that good, people. We, we did that. See, we up this morning. We doing this, right? Okay. <laughs> Extra is because I had my coffee, right? Um, okay, so yes, uh, that is exactly what it is, transition. Um, so, but it, liminal space is so much deeper than transition. So let me not like water it down, right? Liminal space, and so how it's been explained is, It exists when you've crossed into a new beginning. Uh, And for us at the midweek muscle, that new beginning in in which we always preface it is I am chasing a goal, a big goal. Um, I am pursuing a new career path. I am pursuing my passion despite the odds stacked against me. Um, I am am walking away from or managing uh, a very difficult decision. Um, Life has happened to me and I'm wondering what next. Okay. Um, And those are all the different variety of things that we face here at the Midweek Muscle. So um, liminal space exists when you've crossed into a new beginning, uh, such as what I just mentioned, uh, but you feel stuck or caught up, um, like an unsettled or uncomfortable type of caught up. It's not like the caught up, like, oh, I don't have any money, like I feel uncomfortable. It's the caught up, like, oh, shit, did I make the right choice caught up, like, because nothing's happening. Um, As Dr. Seuss put it in his, oh, the places you'll go, is more of the waiting place, you know, and I've read that uh, last season or maybe two seasons ago now. Um, but it's like an unsettled or uncomfortable caught up uh, that kind of happens internally. It's not happening anywhere externally. It's happening all internally. Like you feel it up here. You feel it here. You feel it all throughout your body. Like you're just not comfortable. And it it really leaves a question like, am I doing anything right? Um, and as much as you want to hurry up out of this space, the the discomfort, the problem with liminal space is that 
it has to take time to process and it takes as much time as it needs. Uh, so, okay. So now that I've broken down how it's been explained to me, um, my realization around that is, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed it in social media or not. Um, but there's a lot of, uh, things circulating around like, um, your bank account will be overflowing with abundance. Uh, if you click and type yes below and you claim it, if you agree, type yes. Right. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like to me, while there's nothing wrong with claiming it, uh, and speaking it to an existence, uh, the thing that you want or the things that you desire, I have noticed that people drown themselves in grossly positive thoughts. People drown themselves in the pleasure of just viewing, uh, and they have these like, uh, uh, thoughts that if I just claim it, then it will come true. If I just believe it by watching a lot of this positive stuff on social media, then it will come true. Um, so because they're drowning in those positive thoughts or phrases, they miss, in my, in my opinion, they miss the realistic component of all that positivity. That's why people might like throw the thumbs down to people who are overly optimistic, right? Um, because they're not, acknowledging the reality of, of where that positive thought comes from. Um, and so for instance, uh, if we take that same example, uh, about your wallet, right? If you want your wallet to be overflowing with abundance, claim it, click yes, or type agree. If you agree or type yes, if you agree, um, how my question is how can it be abundant if you buy expensive shoes every couple of weeks or buy expensive beauty products every couple of weeks you barely work and you don't pay your bills or invest your money claiming it alone does not work and so a lot of a lot of us might be like, oh, well, Jonelle's on a negative spin or Joe's on a Jay-Z, you're on a negative spin. And, and, and that's cool. Uh, but it, it really has to get down to like, what's the reality behind the optimism? So I'm going somewhere. So stick with me. So this is what social media has captured us to do. We see all these positive thoughts and we're in transition space. We want to hurry up out of it. So if I just look at a whole bunch of positive stuff, I can pull myself out of a slump without recognizing that this liminal space is purposeful for the, for the season or for the decision that I've chose. So if you are that person that has stepped into action and feel stuck in transition, it's because you have claimed it, you have taken action, but it has added disruption to your habitual life, your habitual actions, your everyday comfort. And why has it done that? Because at some point when you stepped into action, you had to surrender to yourself and you had to surrender to your past way of doing things. 
And you had to surrender to your self-limiting thoughts. Oh my gosh, is this even possible? Oh my gosh, can I even do this? Oh my gosh, how will I ever survive, right? So instead of just aiming for the goal, again, to use the example before, instead of just aiming for an abundant wallet, if you've taken action already, it's no longer, liminal space is no longer about acquiring financial wealth and self-gain. But as I come to think of it, it, it pushes you to think about a, a bigger power to help you navigate the sheer uncertainty of it all and to give up control because that's really what it comes down to. You don't know what you don't know. You can't control anything that's happening. And quite frankly, you don't know how you're going to navigate through. Why? Because you have to give that up to a bigger, to a higher power, right? And, uh, and that higher power will help you navigate through the uncertainty. Um, but you also have to give up another idea or thought. And this is the toughest one for me to digest, that you personally may not be the beneficiary of your hard work. Damn, that's deep. Uh, so I, I asked and throughout the question, I said, do you believe a liminal space can last longer than, than a season? And <laughs> as we've come to know it through social media quotes, the season, everybody claims the season, right? So what? And the answer is simply this. Uh, the answer is yes, right? And the examples that were given in this dialogue were uh, time frames that people in the Holy Land were in exile before being delivered. Well, that was a real, real long time. Uh, if we think of other examples, the African slave trade lasted 300 years. Women's suffrage or the right to vote lasted almost a century, 72 years. Uh, Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad, it, she began working it through in 1787. It did not peak until 23 years later. Uh, and if you were one that listened to her pitch and listened to her spiel and she promised you a better life on the other side of this road and she promised you freedom on the other side of this road, you knew that you would have to traverse 800 miles on foot through water, gross terrain, maybe with no clothes, no shoes, limited food and dogs and headhunters searching for you every step of the way. And something like that would last 24 hours a day for six weeks. And if you are willing to endure all of that because freedom was on the other side of that incredibly difficult journey, then it was yours to take. And don't get me wrong, while Harriet Tubman freed a lot of people, a lot of people were caught up and stuck. And so they stayed. Or they were managed by the fear of being caught. And so they didn't leave. So what if the same thing was true of us in our liminal space? Sure, the discomfort is evident, but even 
that stronghold of discomfort becomes unwanting uh, 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 when we accept that our push for actualizing our dreams uh, may not even be for our own personal benefit or our own personal gain or for our own personal families, but rather to experience a freedom of delivering generations of people after you. Or maybe experiencing a, a freedom that you ordinarily wouldn't have if you were working nine to five or one to 10 or around the clock for someone else. Uh, and again, good people, it's not always about entrepreneurship. It's not, um, uh, you know, uh, I think that liminal space comes whenever you're trying to achieve something different. So let's say you're working for an enterprise or a business and you're going after um, your boss's job or you're going after uh, another stepping stone in your education or you're going after another stepping stone in your athletic career or you're going after a stepping stone for your weight management or body your body structure these these liminal spaces can exist uh for multiple reasons but what if it's like oh man let's take weight for example oh man i'm dieting i'm busting my butt my family hates my diet um i you know i've changed up a lot of the things that we eat in the house i don't buy a lot of box foods anymore processed foods anymore well and i'm not losing any weight well good friend uh continue to fight the good fight but what you're also increasing for your family is awareness on how to eat better and you might be changing their lives and their health too. So, uh, okay, I, you know, I think I've gone a long time and I think you guys, uh, <laughs> you get the gist, right? Um, good people, look it up, liminal space, okay? Um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, my, my couple of quick questions for you this week, and I've kind of digressed through them as we were talking about liminal space, are just these ideas here. Um, do you light up on the inside when you are performing your practice or your work duties? Do you feel a sense of purpose in the things that you set out to do? Is it difficult or hard to do? Are you giving it your absolute best? If all of those are yeses, then the best that I can say is that those things alone are good indicators that you are doing something right. Don't forget to put into the atmosphere don't forget to put all the things that you want into the atmosphere. You got to speak it. You got to say it. You got to claim it. But you also have to ask for help if you need it. And part of that asking for help is offering it up to say, listen, I can't do this alone. I need your help. Praying that thing out. And if that's still not helpful, it's, it's about going to community. Who are the people around you that can help support you best in a non-judgmental way? Right? Um, and, and just know that this, like anything that you set out to do, and we've heard it time and time and time and time and time again, anything that you set out to do worth doing will put you in this liminal space for almost longer than you could imagine. 
But they did say that on the other side, it'd be worth it. So if you have the courage to hang in there, just hang on. Um, like I posted on uh, my Instagram, go check it out, uh, that warriors are, uh, are not built. Warriors are built through their darkness uh, and through the phases of darkness that they go through. Uh, they're not built in the bask of their glory. That's the end result. That's what you see. That's not what they're doing. Um, so just hang on, warriors, good people. Um, okay, I don't know if I'll be recording myself next week, but we have a special date meeting spot for our audio friends, same time next week. I can't wait to be here, and I certainly can't wait to be with you guys. As a matter of fact, I'm nothing without you supporting this space, and I appreciate you. And I thank you. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you all. Keep doing good work, good people. It's out there for you. And for, on that note, hearts up. And as always, let's go.